And what do you call an incantation uttered by a detachable or self-contained unit on an aircraft? A podcast! Buongiorno, friends! Welcome back to the podcast There Are Two Kinds of People in This World, starring me, your host, Kirsty Gledhill. Each week, we get on a new guest and discuss a topic on which our opinions differ. This week, we have the wonderful Ms. Rachel Humphreys joining us. Rachel has been a good friend for quite some years now. We went to the same high school and that means we come from the same place and you'll see why that's important shortly. Coming up today on the Dogcast, our guest comes prepared. So our, our topic today, we've decided to go for. Uh, Rach, would you like to tell them or do you want me to? Um, go for it, Kirst, because I can't remember. <laughs> I apparently don't think that saying things once is enough. And then, and then my, so we're both, we're both, we're both. Your your skin tone is is a is a smidgen on the that that me and another another fellow. We were we were on a. That is that is another another semi fun thing like about having about having. And Rachel thinks it's important to point things out. I feel like it's important to point out as well. I think it's important to point out, and it's important to point out at this point that I think it's important to say that that's important to point out. But that's enough spoilers. Now, whoa, 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 whoa! Only when I tell you, Brian. Goodness, sorry. He has been so poorly behaved recently. I honestly, I don't know what's gone into him. As I was saying, that's enough spoilers for now. Without further ado, let's get into the Dodcast. Now you can go. Can everyone please welcome us Rachie H to the podcast? Woo! I'm not gonna I'm not gonna woo myself because you absolutely added Ellie for doing that last time. Yeah. <laughs> so <just> it. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to give yourself a brief introduction to the listeners at home? How, how do you firstly what what is your relation to me? The things that everyone wants to know. And then what what a bit about yourself? A bit about yourself. I um Cassie's friend or should I say pal which she reinforced me plenty of times uh I have been her pal since year seven so about 12 years now what about me currently trying to resist eating more biscuits that's two out of three guests so far Ellie was also really I think she ate several (laughs) biscuits during the podcast (laughs) yeah I should I should also say also I don't know if it's happened or not because I can never tell but uh, if my accent has changed from what everyone at home is used to, I apologise. But uh, when I'm around this lass, it does tend to revert back to being good old black country. So, <laughs> yes, your accent is like nobody's I've ever seen. The way that it switches in and out. I mean, mine or mine or like after a while away from home, I'll lose it a tiny bit, but not much at all. Whereas yours, I mean, 
30 <laughs> seconds of talking to someone new and you're you're from a completely different place and it's sound i mean i mean you you try and, and to you it, it is natural like you naturally do it because you don't realize but to the other people it sounds so forced <laughs> it's like, are you copying me <laughs> Yeah, I remember in first year when I FaceTimed you that once and, I, and you just picked up the phone and I was like, hello, and you were like, bloody hell, you're posh, aren't you? <laughs> it's because I've been around all the Durham people. Honestly, I think we've been on the phone once where like you like you started the call really posh and then as we were on the call, you walked past your friends and your friends were like, why are you talking like that again? <laughs> but yeah, so I do apologise if... Uh... You can't understand me anymore because I was we were we were watching Peaky Blinders as a house the other day, and um, the others they needed the subtitles on. So I'm aware that we, <laughs> we're not we're not an accent that is. I mean, it's not that bad, honestly. I know. I, d- I don't know. I could. I was. I was translating for them, but they decided they'd just rather the subtitles because. <laughs> Well, I don't blame them. Also, I don't think I was delivering it with quite the same like cadence or cadence or whatever <laughs> the same it's called. Gumption. The same gumption. <laughs> I mean, all the fights would have been very different if all they had to do was just Tuck touch your nose. Your nose. Oh, like game. <laughs> We've gone two episodes without the bloody nose coming up. I knew it was going to come up at some, at some point. <laughs> just easy target, it guess. It is, it is. Luckily, evolution isn't a sort of day-by-day thing, because otherwise, <laughs> survival <laughs> of the fist, I'd, I'd be gone pretty quick. Otherwise, you'd have, been, um, you'd have been gone in a uh, year eight science lesson, taken out by some science goggles. Indeed. For those that for those that don't know, although I'm sure most of you do, I've got a sensitive nose, and in a in a year eight science lesson, some science goggles were placed uh, upon my upon my forehead, like one might wear sunglasses when they're not on your eyes, and uh, I turned my head too quickly, they dropped down, and I passed out. <laughs> Is the end of the story. It was from pain. I forget. I forget that a lot of people when I tell them that think it's just some sort of off button, and it's not. It's it's because it yeah, hurts. it's not. It's yeah. It's a broken broken nose gone wrong. So our, our topic today, we've decided to go for. Uh, Rach, would you like to tell them, or do you want me to? Um, go for it, Kirst, because I can't remember. <laughs> We're very prepped here on the dogcast. Yeah. So the topic today is those who burn and those who tan. Now, there's mm. no prizes to guess who is who for anyone who's seen either of us. I'll pop a picture on a Instagram post or something that accompanies this. But uh, me and Rach have quite different base skin tones to start off with. So we're both we're both we're both white for those of us that don't yeah, know us. Yeah, that's a caveat there. I'm still, <laughs> still white. Yeah, I do still burn if I'm out in the sun too long, but not not on any level close to Miss Gladchill's burn level. So I think, right, your your skin tone is, un- the underlyingness of it is more yellow. Yeah, I, w- I would agree with that. There is a picture of me from about five years ago where I am, I look like a Simpson and I don't know why <laughs> my skin is that yellow, but <laughs> I've just, I've never recovered since. Anyways, and then and then my my underlying tone is a, is a smidgen on the, on the rosy side, you might say. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a nice rouge. It's a nice rouge. It's a nice rouge. A bit like Mulan. <laughs> but I feel like others have noticed the tones because we had a maths teacher when we were in high school who we'll call Jeremy. And Jeremy once made a remark that me and another fellow in our class who also had a similar skin undertone, if we had a child together, it would be a tomato, which I thought was quite a bold remark for a teacher to make in the first place. I mean, it was, but it never stopped him. So no, it didn't. He was know, a, he was a bold man. I mean, he, he wasn't wrong. I mean, it's what we've got to acknowledge here. He wasn't wrong. 
if you and uh, and that fella did have a child, their skin would be translucent until exposed to a small degree of sunlight, in which case it would be opaque red. There is no in between. Or when it got mildly embarrassed, or in Stephen's case, when he ran a bit. Yeah. There's really a lot of things that can set it off, but the sun is indeed one of them, which which has always been a bit of a pain because I don't know about you, but I just bloody hate sun cream. Oh, it's so bad. And I've come round to it because I've made better ones. Like there's some of the spray ones that are like not super thick and goopy, that like um, absorb really quick. They're good. But some of them are just like, you know, it just never sinks in. And then you feel, because you're putting it on to go in the sun and then you feel sweaty before you even stepped outside and, just that whole thing. Yeah, and but it just takes... I do... It's, I mean, it's good. It's good stuff, uh, which some of us can do with more than others. But, yeah, it is a bit of a pain. It makes me want to not go in the sun because I'm just going to feel grim while I'm out there. Like, the whole point of going in the sun is because it's nice, it's relaxing, you feel, like, really chill and really cool. But then... I don't, I don't want to do that if I'm just going to be feeling like sticky and gross the whole time, if I'm just going to be wishing, like, looking forward to my shower at the end of it. Whereas if you just mm. forgo the sun cream, you have, you have a great old time. And are there consequences sometimes, but, you know. In your case, though, you have a great old time for about 15 minutes. It's very uh, it's very short-lived. Yeah, well, Until, or... Unless you push it too far and get basically nearly first-degree burns or whatever. I was, was going to second-degree, I think. I was going to say, mm-hmm. we uh, we were... um. We were on a, a beach in Barcelona. We, so me, for, for those that don't know, me and Rachel went into Ireland. I'll get, I'll get ribbed for this. I don't know if you do. I'll get, I'll get ribbed the crap out of this for no end for going into Ireland and mentioning it. It's a very efficient way of travel. Very efficient way of travel. We crossed off. And also, it's not like gap year level. We went for three weeks. We didn't go for like a year or six months. We, we were weren't changed weeks. people. I just learned that yeah. I needed to say pal a little bit less. That was about, yeah. <laughs> that was about it. <laughs> You did. Uh, we did have to have a little intervention. We did. We were away a few days in because, yeah, Kirsty was calling me pal about four times every sentence. <laughs> but she, um, so pal, what's fancy doing today, pal? Should we go over there, pal? Do you want to do that, pal? How do you feel about that, pal? She's my pal. I I just, what am I meant to do? Once I noticed, I was like, oh, this is gonna be. This could be interesting. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna have a quick, quick chat with Kirsty. Let's let's nick this in the bud before we go any further. <laughs> to be fair, I think I did very well. I think I. I think you did as well. I mean, I still don't get me wrong. You didn't have to not say pal. Just maybe not as a uh, full stop in your sentences. <laughs> no, I agree. But I'm, I've got an addictive personality, and I've got to go cold turkey if I'm going to cut these things out. So I had to, yeah. I had to chop it off completely, and then I can ease myself back in. Yeah, it got so far that um, whenever I mention you around my parents, my dad refers to you as pal. Um, <laughs> because you've reinforced that so many times. Oh, that's bad as well, because that means that I didn't just do it on that trip. I must have done it quite a bit about Martin as well. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, because it's been a consistent thing for our 12 years, but um, it definitely reached its peak intenseness while we were in Toronto, for sure. Oh, just being affectionate in it. It's a lovely, you lovely little pal. I mean, if I if I had any concerns about whether or not we were friends, they were very quickly <laughs> assuaged. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. We were on a, a beach in Barcelona. Was it the second day of our trip? Uh, yes, second day, I think. And we were we were taking a bit of a chill out before our adventure on to Toulouse. And so we thought we'd have a beach day. And we, we, we got there and we'd been there for a couple of hours. And I think, did, did we even say, did I say anything about sun cream or did I just leave it? I've got a feeling that I said to you about sun cream. Oh, all right. I mean, this could be this could be a thing afterwards, but I've got a feeling that I 
said to you, do you need to put some more sun cream on? And you said something like, no, I'm all right for a bit. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure that that happened. No, I'm sceptical about this. I think I'm thinking about it. I also do remember that you were very much enjoying being in the sun and you made a point that you didn't want to put any more on I do. I do remember making a point. I don't know if anyone else at home gets this, but when the sun's on me, I can feel myself burning. Like, I can physically feel Mm. a burning sensation on my skin. And I love it. It's amazing. But I can I can tell I'm like oh Kirsty you've been feeling this for a while you should probably put some sun cream. So my guess is that I can't, again I can't remember how it happened. You could well have brought it up, but my guess is that I started feeling that burning sensation. I was like right. So you got two options here. You know you're burning. You could put the cream on, and you know be sensible, or you're on your first independent holiday without your parents. You're the world's your oyster. You can do what you like. You're a free woman. And you don't have to put sun cream on. You could just enjoy your day in the sun. I'm sure it won't be that bad. You can just you can just have a great old day lying in the beach, catching them rays, not lying in a cocoon of stickiness. The problem is also there that you're already on the beach, so you know if you put some on, the sun is going to stick to you instantaneously, which is just always the negative putting sun cream on while at the beach. Exactly. Like if you put it on in preparation, it's going to be like dry by the time you get there, so it's fine. When you put it on there, like your hands have got sand and then you're rubbing sand on to put the sand cream in. And, and you can't touch your phone because just... you've got sand and sun cream. You don't want to get your phone. I was listening to me music. I wanted to be able to change the track. There was all sorts of facts. It was really, it was a very logical decision. Whatever happened, I didn't put any on. Rage didn't either. But, we, you know, we had, we we learned in a few moments that that was, it turns out, the right call. Um, and, you know, later that evening, I didn't really feel much in the, in the day. So if we got back... And my skin was a bit red and I was like, that's fair enough, you know. I was out in the sun for about, what, five hours or so. I didn't put sun cream on. It was 29, 30 degrees. It's understandable. I'm a bit burnt. We'll we'll, we'll get on with it. I've got, like, I feel like it's important to point out as well that you had put some on in the day. Yeah. Like you've got, you, you weren't no sun cream at all. Like we'd put stuff on in the morning and then I've got a feeling we might have done before we went to the beach. So there was like sun cream on your skin. Yeah, definitely. And we did also put some on later. I think we we I think we put some on later in the day. But so I reckon there was probably about. So we we were lying in the sun for quite a while, like maybe five or six mm-hmm. hours. But I think there was probably only a three or four hour window where I didn't put any on, and I had put on before and did put some on at the end. And you put I think you put it on at the same times as me. But then I just remember waking up the next day and just moving a bit. And being like, oh, what, what is that? Because me, um, me like PJ bottoms are just like rubbed against my side or something. And I just, I like, I went to the bathroom and got changed, and it was like redder than I've seen skin before, and it just looked burnt. Yeah. But th- this was not like, oh, you've caught the sun, you're a bit pink tinge. This is like you've been out in the sun for hours with yeah. absolutely no skin protection at all. This is like the sort of red that Brits tend to get after a week in the holiday in Menorca when they don't put any sun cream on the whole time. It was kind of that level red immediately. And it was, heat was emanating. Like it was, I, mm. I was just, I was my own radiator, which would have been great in different circumstances. I but mean, it, if, we were, if we were going into any cold places, perfect. However, it was the middle of summer. The lowest temperature we had on the old bloody trip was about 26 degrees. And and so, so yeah, so to start off with, it was, it was very painful and it was, but it was just very like, burnt looking very red and then a few days in we got some extra friends we got a a few um surprise guests in the form of some lovely blisters indeed and i think 
it's fair to say so my, my whole back was basically just covered in blisters and they yeah. were like they weren't pleasant i hope no one's eating but they, they, they were like little, little caveat this might be a discussion for a second yeah <laughs> um, if you want to put down your plate they were like little capsules of pus and just like <laughs> floating yeah they, i mean they weren't even like little little fellas i mean they were they were big boy blisters they were and they were like all down like the top of your shoulders like just above your back like where like um, your bikini would have been and then like the back, top of your back of your shoulders were really bad yeah I, re- I remember the shoulders being real bad but I rem- I didn't really suffer the worst consequences of it because Rachel's the one who had to put me sun cream on every day and so uh, I think it's important to point out that this is not just after sun that we're getting at this point you had to get like steroid cream from the pharmacy oh, in yeah. Italy because you have, your blisters were just not going anywhere. So this is not just like regular after sun, like sort this out. This is, Kirstie's been in pain for like a week now. She's going to go to the pharmacy, get some cream and I'm going to have to rub this cream onto her back while her skin flakes <laughs> off in my hand. Oh. It was it was a true testament of friendship, I think that. But yeah, it was... I mean, in a way, Kirstie, that was me calling you pal. <laughs> every t- every time you put your hand on my blistered back. <laughs> oh, thanks for doing that, pal. You're a star. And it's important to point out at this point that I had a lovely time. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She not. She not suffered. The worst that Rachel got from it was me moaning about my bloody birds the whole time. She was just like, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you put more on then?" <laughs> I knew this would happen. Well, actually, you were you were very stoic about it to begin with. I think because you were trying to prove a point to yourself that, you know, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's fine. You were like, it hurts, but it's fine. It's just a burn. I've been burnt before. I've been, I've been burnt before. You were like, I'm fine. And then we realised on maybe day eight, it wasn't maybe not that long, but you had been wearing the same skirt for about five days <laughs> as it was the only thing that didn't rub your sunburn where you acknowledged... Maybe I should get some cream for this. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> I am I am quite a stubborn person. I think I decided that this that this was a decision that I'd made independently and that it was going to be fine and that I'd had a nice day in the sun and it was all worth it. And on reflection, it was not worth it. I had to wear this skirt and Rach's top because I had this skirt and top combo. It was two of Rach's tops that also wouldn't really rub the birds. And I had to wear these for eight days straight. It turns mm. out that I actually do wear that skirt just a lot anyway, so... Uh... <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we definitely would have seen it a couple of times, but I feel like maybe we, we, maybe we would have seen some shorts in the mix. I think we would have the, done. Uh... The denim shorts, they weren't doing any favours to the burns. Mm. No, they weren't, they weren't useful. They were not useful. No. And then we um, we quickly learned our lesson, and when we were in, a couple of days later, we were in Pompeii, where it was about 34 degrees, I want to say. I mean, it was hot. It's 39. And we're walking... Was it? No. Oh, I do remember it. I thought it was like close to 40, but then I thought I might be an exaggerating. No, no, I remember seeing you know, the I do thing. that. But we were walking around there, and we at this point, Kirsty had learned a lesson, and she was putting sun cream on every 15 minutes, <laughs> which I quickly realised is just an excessive amount for me. <laughs> well, I just don't need that. I mean, I was walking around carrying about what felt like 15 kilos of sun cream on my shoulders <laughs> when I just didn't I just didn't need it I was fine I wasn't close to you, you were looking got, absolutely got, lovely I got SPF on I was ready to go you had a, a right old glow <laughs> I mean I had a glow as well but a different one yeah <laughs> different different hue not different not hue. as not as 
revered by society i would say but yeah so you at this point you were sun creaming up every like 15 minutes yeah which i mean when we're walking around pompeii and it's all dusty and you're sun creaming oh. and then you're walking all the dust gets sucked to you i mean it's just not ideal it wasn't and also i mean we it. had to just you know stop get all the stuff out of the bags put it on carry on two minutes later Hold up, let's go again. You think she's exaggerating, but I think it was virtually every 15 minutes. I I think it was really regularly because at this point I was scared. Like it's just started, I think at this point it had just started to get better. Yeah, it it was, um, you didn't have any blisters or I think you you didn't have any blisters. I think your skin was just a bit dry. So you were just A bit flaky maybe, yeah. And and I'd, I'd stopped having, like I was able to sleep fairly consistent. Like I wasn't getting woken up if I shifted or anything. So I was like, I can't, I can't go back to that. Like, I, I, I can't, cannot. Can't go back there. I can't go back there again. But you know, your brain, your brain's incredible. You forget these things. Oh, I look back on those first ten days with nothing but fond memories. But uh, oh yeah. But, but I mean, you were, you were in pain. Although you were, your spirits were lifted by a pigeon that nearly flew in your face. <laughs> in there. Oh no, that should be the episode thumbnail. That's <laughs> yeah, a, that's, that's a good a, yeah. That's a cool that is. That's a good And I feel like it shows a good comparison between where I was at this point in the holiday and where you were at this point in the holiday. <laughs> it, it does. We, we basically like so we were in we were in Milan and uh, by the by the cathedral, what's it called? Is it Duomo? Duomo, yeah. Yeah, by the Duomo. And um these people were just like coming around and like they'd give you stuff like because loads of people are trying to sell stuff and there's loads of things happening going on and i'm not savvy to all this right i've, I've only been on holiday to france with my family before really and there was no no one was trying to sell me anything there here this these this man comes up to us and he gives me this handful of like grain and i i like oh my and, and i don't know what to do rachel's like no thank you she's very confident she's just like no not, not we're not we're not here for that. Very mm. sensible. We've been down we've been down this route before when someone tried to put bracelets on us in France. I was like, I see where this is going. If unless if I say no and you stick this on me, you're still gonna expect me to pay. And I've had an argument with someone before when I said no and I was still expected to pay. So this is not accurate. Exactly. It's wise. It's very wise. Anyways, I didn't know what to do. I didn't want to... I, I, how do you say no to someone? It's all, it's all very hard. Anyways, the man the man puts the seed in my hand, and long story short, didn't know what it was, didn't know what to do. All of a sudden, about three or four pigeons just flock to my hand, start, start <laughs> eating the seed. We're all... Well, some of us are more overwhelmed than others. Some of us, some of us were just taken in the view, which is quite a fun... <laughs> image to uh, just stand there and absorb and then this woman ended up taking a photo i can't remember how it happened but this woman ended up taking a photo of us with this pigeon but um I, when she took like a few in a row and halfway through this pigeon flew off and my face halfway through the shot is an absolute corker i think it's important to say that this pigeon didn't just fly off it flew off by going like via your nose yeah <laughs> like it didn't just like take off away from your hand like it took off towards your face went oh no and then moved away luckily it didn't for those worrying it didn't get the nose we didn't have a science goggle no, situation because no, well, i'll tell you that would have been the tip of the bloody iceberg wouldn't it we didn't have a we got from interalien what people say you'll get from ncs yes is what is what <laughs> your life experiences lifelong friends lifelong friends so much so, so put on your cv yeah <laughs> I would, I would say that's quite a fair comparison, and I have put that on my CV, so you know. Have you actually? Everyone looks like, up to like, us because we like did it, don't interest. they? You put like traveling, and they're like, "Oh, so when you've been traveling?" I'm like, "Oh well." <laughs> 
let me tell you. Well, we have been too. <laughs> can, can we even remember? Yeah. Barcelona, Barcelona, uh, Barcelona, Toulouse, Lyon, yeah, Milan, Florence, yeah, Pompeii, Florence. Rome, Venice. Mm. Yeah, I can remember which way around it was. Yeah, Venice was the last one. Then we went from Venice to Rijeka. Rijeka. Oh, what a place. <laughs> can't, for anyone looking for a lovely beach stay, can't <laughs> recommend Rijeka. Or as we like to call it, Rijeka. Enough. Rijeka, yeah. But not as much as yeah. we like to call um, Ljubljana, Ljubljana. Ljubljana is the best one. Yeah, you have to pass through Ljubljana on your way up. You do. Um, and then we went to Prague, I think it was next. Uh, yeah. Munich. Paris. Paris and Brussels, Brussels. Yeah. Paris and Brussels. That was it. But yeah, so it was a... Because at this point, our friends are in training at the same time. We've got um, two friends, Ed and Will, and they were in training as well. Um, and we all met up in uh, Rijeka. And um, <laughs> they continually mocked us for the route that our trip took. Despite the fact that I feel like for where we wanted to go, it was the most efficient way to do it. Like, what what else would you have us do, Ed and Will? I've asked them this question before. I've not had an answer, Curse. It's been five years. I've not had an answer. <laughs> it's because the, the thing is, they wanted to spend all their days in beer gardens. And, and do you know what? I do love a beer garden. But we pelted through these cities like nobody's business. We, we, like, oh, yeah. we were walking, like, I don't know, a lot of miles a day. Like I think we were walking. I think... In when, especially when we were in Rome, we were walking like 11, 12 miles a day. Yeah, we were, we were literally just trekking around every single site the city had to see. We were every free site, every free site. <laughs> we were a few paid sites. We were very, very stingy. I cannot stress how little paid stuff we went to. It was like five euros. Don't know if that's worth that. <laughs> say, um, we'll come, come back we'll in another time. It's not like the main. It's like the travel is what costs to get to these places. We paid like God knows how much on the ticket and the accommodation and everything. We were like fourteen euros to go to the top of that Duomo. I don't think so. Yeah, I can see it from here. I can see it from here. I know. I'll tell you what we'll do instead. I'll tell you what we do instead. We'll go down the road to the Magnum shop. We spend eight quid on a euro. Eight quid on a Magnum. <laughs> We made our own magnum. It was beautiful, wasn't it? It was good. It was a good magnum. I had a lot of ice. We did have a lot of ice cream. A lot of pizza. Yeah. yeah. One particularly fine lasagna. Some of us mixed it with a lasagna. That's all. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna chop that. Up Honestly, I don't oh. hear the end of this bloody lasagna. She bought it now. What is it? Five years ago. Yeah, five. Was, nearly five. It's coming up on the anniversary. Coming up on the anniversary. <laughs> and then, and then, so yeah, so so our our friends were saying that we we'd done it all wrong. And so the, the 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 reason we went to Rijeka or Rijeka is because um, we decided that we were like, mum, when we were planning the trip, my mum had been like, oh, girls, you're planning an awful lot. You might be a bit tired. It might be nice to have, have a place. We have a bit of a rest, have a bit of a break. And we were like, oh, that sounds A bit like, of a beach day. Yeah, a bit of a beach day. That sounds pretty, I mean, that not... Was, that, that's important to point out, beach day. That's what we were going for. <laughs> we did zero research, but beach day. We were like, that's near the coast, beach day. Perfect. <laughs> I think it's fair to say there's not a load going on in Rijeka. And what there is going mm-hmm. on in terms of waterfront stuff is pebbles. And a lot of them. If you Google Rijeka Beach... Well, actually, there's one pi- There's pictures are coming up that, that are not my experience. I mean, I don't remember that blonde beach that's on Google. No, I don't but know I mean, where it that does, was. It could have it been, been right down the road. From it could have been. As I said, zero research. <laughs> it could have been... Could have been two minutes walk from the hostel. Indeed, even even when we were there, even when we were there and <laughs> complaining, 
about how little beaches there were. Not once did we Google, is there a beach nearby? We just, we just walked for a bit, decided we couldn't be asked to walk anymore and just took a pew on some pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A pew is a, as a seat. I don't know if that's a Midlands thing or not. I'm finding out all, all sorts of things living in a house of non-Midlanders that are Midlands things. Also, so this, I don't, I don't think this is a Midlands thing, but if I say the word squirter to you, what do you think of? <laughs> okay, that facial expression makes me think you won't be on my side with this. <laughs> because, so I was talking to her and I was like, because to me, squirter is just I mean, like, pyong, pyong, because like we a... went to the same high school. I mean, it's just... <laughs> I know. This was something that was thrown around relatively, relatively often. Was I don't it? know why. I just couldn't tell you why. Was it? Because that word was, but in my head, it's just like a water gun fight, like, like a water pistol. Pyong, pyong. Yeah. Uh, Whereas, yeah. and and so and so, someone else was like, someone else said, "Oh, that's that's a gross mm. word." And, I was, and then they said the word "gimp," and I was like, "That's worse." If you Google "gimp" and you Google "squirt," like "gimp" is going to be way worse. Um, and I was so insistent on it, and it turns out I am very, very wrong. Like, squirt, oh, yeah. squirt is not a good thing to do. I do not recommend <laughs> that anyone Googles the word squirt. I mean, unless you're looking for that. Then unless you're looking for it. And then, and then, yeah. Oh, in fact, yeah. But so, I mean, going in blind, you, you're going to have more of a shock. And it turns out GIMP is actually the name of a company elsewhere, so really nothing that bad comes up if you Google that. That's definitely you on your own, that is, guess. Yeah, I think I think a lot of it is is the is the Gledhill Dodd household as an issue rather than yeah but you say that like i'm bringing that up at home i'm not <laughs> no but yeah i see i think mum and dad i'm sure you're listening when you say the word squirter don't, don't google it guys but when you when you hear it it's just a water pistol isn't it? it's just a water definitely gun. that's definitely a jainism if i've ever heard one yeah it is. that's something that that's something that jane has been saying <laughs> and the first time that steve heard it he thought Mm, not sure about that, <laughs> but it's, it's been it's been so long now that that's what it is to Steve as well. But you can't you could go to the ends of the earth and you wouldn't convince me that that wasn't a Jainism because that is hands down Jain. That is. I mean, most of you know her, but for for those that don't know her, the woman's a living legend. I think you get a lot of both because you get a lot of um, top quality phrases from my mother. Because as because my mum doesn't swear, she you know mixes it up. My mum will say toads. Um, instead of swearing because she hates frogs and toads are the worst thing that she could think of so it's so, just like you know if, if she's dropping toads something's gone wrong I would just say that that is if you looked at our parents as well you can definitely see where you get the redness from you can yes and I mean this is not offence to Jane because my god does Jane carry it well but <laughs> she has got um, she has got a similar complexion similar complexion oh all jane's handiwork that is indeed and, uh, and my god did she do a good job did she guess? <laughs> do you know what I'm, i get a lot of things from both my parents but that one i just really wish i'd picked it up off dad it would have <laughs> saved a lot of hassle over you. it would those seven days would have been so much more pleasant if i'd have just had mm. dad's skin <laughs> would have saved a lot of spf oh it would have done and it would have saved you not having to carry a little bottle of SPS 50 so you could put it on before PE at school. That would have saved that. <laughs> and, I mean, we've seen a couple of entertaining sunburns over the years. Famously, uh, when we went to Budapest, our friend Ed sunburned a perfect square into his back, which was quite good. That was a good one. That is that is another semi fun thing. Like about having red undertone skin, like you can you can draw on it. In in exams sometimes if I'm if I don't know what I'm doing. I'm I'm not getting anywhere. 
you can just have a bit of fun and play noughts and crosses on yourself. Yeah. But I mean, this is definitely more true for you than other people with your circulation, which I feel like has come up before. It has. Um, it will come up but again. I mean, it's just ridiculous, girls. I mean, you could draw a whole game of like I don't know chess on your <laughs> on your arm because it would stay that long. You could play the whole game. <laughs> Isn't isn't that just a a fun and lovely trait to have? To be a portable board game. I think this is this has been a a, a long old digression, hasn't it? As, essentially, <laughs> I do apologise. The title's a bit misleading. It's essentially us chatting about our inter island trip. But yeah. <laughs> the point is, Rach tans lovely colour. I don't. I think that's probably a a good place to wrap it up. Thanks very much for coming on, pal. We've uh, we've loved having you here. Have you enjoyed your time? I have, I have. It's nice to see you be all professional with your mic. I like your introductory voice. That, uh, that really made me laugh. I think we should end on as black country accents as we can. We'll say thank bit. We'll say thank you again to Rachel at the end of the podcast for uh, joining us today, and we'll wish you all a wonderful time. And I'll see you next week. It's been lovely to chat to you, pal. And we'll, you. we'll let Brian take us away. <laughs> Go for it, bro. <laughs> See you in a bit.